Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, October 5th, offensive coordinator Shane Steichen spoke to the media. Here's did a better job of getting the ball out quick, uh, obviously game plan oriented, but uh, how much did the O-line issues factor into that? Um, you know what? I think those guys, when when uh, when they went out and played, I thought all those guys that came in, Herbie and Landon and and uh, Jack, I thought they did a heck of a job. They battled the whole game. They fought their butts off. I thought I thought overall it was a good performance for those guys. Hey Shane, would you go back to that first fourth down? Nick was talking about maybe the play getting in a little bit late. What was the communication there, uh, getting that play in and, and yeah, the decision? We, yeah, we just we had a kill on it, and when, it, when, when you have a kill on it and there's two plays being called, we just got to get it in quicker. That's the bottom line. I got to do a better job myself there. We've seen a lot of the ineligible man downfield penalties, it looks like, on the RPOs. It looks like that's a pretty big part of your offense. How yeah. do you fix that? Uh, we just got to continue to work it and talk through it. I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? We just got to keep that space between not going all the way down the field. You know what I mean? You got to keep that one yard in between those guys. That's the biggest thing. We got to keep working it. Are those guys' opponents doing, though, to, to slow up the timing on the throw? Or is that just you guys – offensively execute. Yeah, we just got to control ourselves off the line of scrimmage a little bit sometimes because, see, obviously you can hand it off and you got to get up to the second level to block those guys. So that's something, like I said, we got to keep working through. What, what did you see from Jalen Hurts um, this past week that was, like, better than, than what he's done, like, in the past? I think more than anything, he's continuing to grow, and the consistency is the biggest thing right now with him, and he's continuing. You know, we got to keep stacking those games uh, on top of each other, just the consistency, obviously the completions he's getting, uh, the big plays he's creating. we got to continue to do that. Well, such an interesting player for a young fifth-round pick to be able to catch the ball like he does. What makes him such a special receiver? Um, I think he's got really good hands, and he's got a, he's got a great ability to find the dead spots and zones and his speed. You know, we've hit some shallows to him, um, so his speed's big. He's got really good hands. He's got a good feel for that. Shane, after the first two possessions, the offense seemed to have less motion and maybe more traditional dropbacks. Was that by design because the first 15 plays are scripted, or is that more the way the game was going and – yeah, I think that's just the way the game's going. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, if we like we talked about yesterday, the last week, you know, we're going to use motions to help us, uh, and obviously, we have certain things that we have set up to where there is no motion that we feel that we can get an advantage there. I guess what I'm saying, if, if you guys were ahead by a touchdown or so and not behind, do you think that you would have? Looked, it would have looked more like the first quarter with what you guys were doing offensively? Uh, not necessarily. I, I think we just go with what we got in our game plan, and we go and try to create big plays that way. This Panthers defense was the top defense in the league up until this past week anyway. Um, what do they do well? They're really fast. These guys can fly around the football. They're, they got speed off the edge. I know Shaq Thompson's out, but he's a really good football player, and then Burns is a really good football player. They got really good players. Uh, they got really good speed, like I said, and they can fly around and tackle. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I think those are things that we talk about through the week. Like we put guys in position who what we think guys do best, and then we put them in those positions to make plays. So if we feel that Kenny gives us the best chance in this situation to make a play, we'll put him in. If same thing with Miles, if we think he gives us the best chance in a situation, we put Miles in. In watching the film, uh, Nick Nick gave us his assessment of what happened with Devontae and the legal touching. Rewatching it again, do you do you agree with him that? It was kind of, tough, you know, back and forth in terms of the yeah, hands it, between the players. You know? Yeah, it was. It was back and forth. It was tough. I mean, obviously, Devontae would say this, too. We just got to hold the line a little more, you know, hold the line a little more. But we, we just got to do a better job there. That's well, happened that's to us twice now. Point with JJ, uh, you know, on that OPI that he had to put the touchdown away from Mark. Yeah. Right? 
so we we tell them, obviously, the guy that was covering Zach, right, we're trying to create interference there. Obviously, the guy bubbled over the top. I mean, it was a tough call. They called it, and it was something we got to live with, and we got to go from there. As a play caller, what have you learned about Nick? Uh, Nick's been great, uh, obviously. He's, got it, he's, he's feeling the flow of the game right now, and obviously we're hitting some big plays and some chunks. And once you get into the flow of the game and you're calling it and things are rolling, it, I mean, everything just starts to roll a little bit. You know what I mean? The growing pains that you guys are kind of dealing with as far as, you know, I mentioned the two penalties on the receivers and everything <clears> like that. I mean, how much of that, like, did you kind of expect coming into the season with such a young receiving core and a young quarterback and everything like that? How's um, that yeah, I, I don't know if I expected a ton, but like it's some of those things happen, right? And you guys got to teach them and overcome them, um, and we got to keep learning from those things. And how much teaching, like, are you guys doing? Like, with, with oh, tons. Stuff? There's obviously, obviously, we're trying to grow and get better for every everything that we have a mistake on. We got to correct it in the film room. That's the biggest thing. And talking about yesterday, Nick said that explosive plays are one of the two things he looks for in the statute after a game. It's it's obvious teams want explosive plays, but as as a, as play callers, what can you do to create those? What goes into creating explosive plays? Um, obviously, you scheme them up. I mean, there's certain things that you see from a coverage standpoint where you say, hey, they're always in this coverage when we get into this formation, or if we do this motion or whatever it may be to create those chunk plays, that's what we're trying to do. With moving Landon to, to left guard, is it fair to say that, that part of the reason for that was, was knowing that Isaac is out for the year and this would be his landed spot for the rest of the year as opposed to Brandon maybe coming back? Yeah, I don't know if it would be a spot for the rest of the year. It could be, yeah, it could be, but we're just we're working through. We're going to play the best five guys every week. Uh, back to the, the illegal downfield stuff. Nick said it's it's been a point of emphasis mm-hmm. around the league. Um, so if it continues that way, you guys might have to think about calling it less. Have you, have you seen that? Is it is it borderline? Is it bang, bang? Or have you guys been making that mistake? No, I think we're working through it. Like I said, I mean, there's some close calls, and I get it. The officials got to make the calls when they got to make them. Um, so we got to continue to work through those. But obviously, we just got to do a really good job of, like I said, of not going downfield. That's the biggest thing. We, we got to do, do a good job. But we want to keep that in our offense. We got to do that. What was, the, what was the coaching point with J.J. Ortega Whiteside on the, Pick play. Did he extend too much? Or yeah, no. Like I said, the guy that was covering him, he's trying to go in and create interference right there, and the guy bubbled over the top, and he, you know, he put his arm out on the guy that was covering him, um, and I, I think they saw that, and that's what they called, and we got to live with that. Yeah, I mean, that's what the officials called. That's what it looked like. You're talking about so. how you figure out Kenny and, and Miles what they do best. Miles is used to being the guy, you know, for mm-hmm. the last year and a half at least. Uh, how's he reacted to the way he's sharing reps with, with Kenny? I think Miles is fine. I, we all know that Miles is a heck of a football player, obviously, and we want to get Miles the ball as much as we can. And I think Coach hit on it the other day, right? We have runs where it's a zone read play. We have runs where it's an RPO play, right? So we're reading a guy, right? So if, if Jalen sees a defensive end and he crashes, he's going to pull it. If he plays up the field, we're going to hand the ball off. So um, that, that goes into it. Nick said he wanted to see more big plays off of when Jalen scrambles there. Is it more of the wide receivers trying to get in the Titans getting used to the rules for those breakout things. Yeah, that's that's on that's on me. I think we got to continue to practice that. We got to put I got to put during the during, when we script plays during practice, we got to create more scramble drills in practice. You know, we do a couple a week, but you know, we need to do more of that so we can get better at that cuz one of the teaching points for that. On that, well, we want to have good spacing when we scramble. So when we scramble, the guys receivers where they're running routes, right? One guy goes low, one guy goes high, one guy gets in the middle, and the other back guys, you're basically creating five on a dice. 
right? We want to have good spacing. And so wherever he scrambles to the left, you kind of flow to the left. He scrambles to the right, everyone flows to the right, but everyone's got to have good spacing when we do that. When you guys face third and long and you're in 11 personnel, what, is, what have you found of the, the team so far this year? How do they defend you and what what personnel is it? Is it yeah, I think, that's, I think that's week to week, to be honest. Like defensively, when you look at, when you break down third down, like what are teams doing on third and 11 plus, right, from a coverage standpoint? Some teams play soft, right, and some teams are aggressive. So our third and 11 plus call are dictated off what they're doing defensively. Personnel-wise, though, I'm just saying... Is yeah, I don't think there's a big... De- on third and 11-plus, I don't think there's a huge person. I think the defense is going to play what they have called. Jalen Rager had the, the 12-yard run and then the 9-yard screen up to the 44-yard kickoff return. Yeah. Are you guys still figuring out, trying to figure out creative ways to get the ball in his hand quicker? And is that something you think can be implemented more? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Jalen's an explosive player. Uh, I mean, we want to get the ball in everyone's hands. we got a lot of good football players. You know, like I said the other week, there's one football, right, to get all these guys' touches. So, um, but anything we can do to get him the ball, we want to do that. Thanks, Shane. All right, guys, appreciate it. Yep. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.